Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 2, Episode 338 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we continue our study of November the 30th to December the 6th in the Come Follow Me materials for the Book of Mormon, covering Moroni chapters 1 to 6 to keep them in the right way. And today we're continuing with the section titled Priesthood Ordinances Must Be Administered as the Lord Commands in Moroni chapters 2 to 6. Today we are now straight into uh, the two chapters which contain the sacrament prayers, which are used on a weekly basis in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Um, I, I talked a lot about the context of this today and, and what, why these prayers are so important. So let's have a look at the prayers themselves. Uh, and if you didn't uh, listen to yesterday's podcast, I strongly recommend you do before you begin this one. Um, what is interesting, first of all, is that, again, Moroni um, had to record these. And obviously will have taken time to record them down, but... Clearly, he was commanded of the Lord that they, that they were needed, and rightly so, because otherwise we wouldn't have them today. Um, I will read the, the prayer for the bread. It says, O God, the Eternal Father, we ask thee in the name of thy Son, Jesus Christ, to bless and sanctify this bread to the souls of all those who partake of it, that they may eat in remembrance of the body of thy Son, and witness unto thee, O God, the Eternal Father, that they are willing to take upon them the name of thy Son, and always remember him, and keep his commandments which he hath given them, that they, may have a, or that they may always have a spirit to be with them. What is interesting there is that there is a difference between the prayer that we use in church and the prayer that is in Moroni chapter 4, and it's the word hath as is, is given as has. So if you're ever reading along uh, to uh, the script, the uh, sacrament being blessed, and you're wondering why the, the priest or it is saying has, not hath, that's why. Uh, but... Um, the, the prayer on the bread obviously outlines the, the three promises that we give. Um, eat, eat in remembrance of the body of the Son. Um, so being willing to take upon them the name of the Son, always remember him, keep his commandments. And for those three promises, there is the blessing that we may always have his spirit to be with them. Um, we are very familiar with this. We listen to it every week, but it's still important to re- reflect on and remember these words, especially as we're listening each week. I think sometimes we could be a bit more uh, th- thoughtful or a bit more um, meaningful about our, our reflecting that we do as we partake of the sacrament. A bit different, perhaps, when we're in our homes. Uh, it's been commented to me a number of times, actually, that the one thing that many people do miss about having sacraments at church is the amount of time that it takes it's actually a quite a nice reflecting time if, you know, the kids are behaving themselves. At home, you kind of just have it, and there's only like three, four, five of you at home if there's a family, or even just a couple of you at home, and then it's done. Uh, perhaps you can, like, set aside some time just to reflect and ponder if there is only a couple of you. But, you know, if we were to try to do that with my two kids, they'd just be sat there going, well, what are we doing? what are we doing now? So it doesn't really work. Um, but it is a wonderful opportunity to just ponder. Francis M. Gibbons said this, quote, While we honour and revere Joseph Smith as the prophet of the restoration and seek to emulate his qualities of character, we adore and worship the Saviour. That adoration is shown at each sacrament service when we covenant to take upon us the name of Jesus Christ, to always remember him and to keep the commandments which he has given to us, that we may always have his spirit to be with us. The supernal nature of our status of our Saviour, Jesus Christ, and the preeminent place which he occupies in the eternal scheme of things cause us to stand 
in awe at what has been called the condescension of Christ, close quote. So this sacrament prayer just really exemplifies why we are Christian. These are the things which we try and live our lives by each week. And if an individual was to ask, was to say to us, you know, I don't think you're Christian, we could argue about it, we could debate about it, but the most simple thing to do is say, look, read these two verses. These two verses are the things which we listen to most from our scriptures every week. We hear it every week without fail. Um, and this is something which members of the church, you know, come to do on a Sunday. It is the main reason they go to church on a Sunday, aside from the testimonies we listen to, the talks we listen to, the lessons that we partake in. The sacrament is the main reason why we why we go to a church on a Sunday to worship together. So read these and see if we are indeed Christian. Uh, and the whole focus on our Savior being willing being willing to take upon us His name to remember Him to keep His commandments that it's all in the name of Him. It just shows that we indeed are Christian. Now Moroni chapter five obviously is the prayer on the on the wine as it states in the uh, chapter heading. Um, and as it says in the um, verse, of course, we use water now, and I'm sure we will probably at some stage meet um, that discussion uh, when we read, when we go through the Doctrine and Covenants next year, as this chapter, which indicates we should now use water, is in that book of scripture. However, uh, it is still useful uh, to look at this verse because I'm sure many of you have noticed this before, but the, the blessing on the water is different to the to the blessing on the bread. And it's never something I've really taken into consideration. I've just thought, oh, you know, that's just the way it is. But why? Why is it different? Why not? Is it not just the same, you know, verse, but instead of bread, say water? Instead of eat, say partake. I mean, why have a different prayer? Let's have a read of it and see what the differences are. Um, but before we do that, actually, there is a quote I want to share from um, John W. Welch about the, um, the specifically the prayer on the bread. So before we do that, let me just share this. John W. Welch said, quote, At the conclusion of Benjamin's speech, his people entered into a covenant, saying we are willing to be obedient to God's commandments in all things that he shall command us, after which they agreed to take upon themselves the name of Christ and obligated to remember to retain the name written always in their hearts. These three specific promises not only reappear in Moroni 4, but are still the essential elements of sacramental prayers as they are used today. Close quote. I really wanted to share that actually before I share chapter 5, because chapter 5 is a bit different. But yes, um, I, I've never noticed this. And maybe I've, mo I've noticed the individual parts, but I've never noticed that in Mo Mosiah chapter 5, the people of King, Mo King Benjamin um, do all of these three things. They want to be, they say they are, they are wanting to obey the commandments. They say they want to take upon themselves the name of Christ. And they say that they will remember to retain his name in their hearts. All three promises that we give at sacraments, which I thought was great. Absolutely brilliant that he picked that out because it just shows that there is elements of the same worship that we do that were in the time of King Benjamin as well. I thought that was fascinating. Anyway, um, so yes, chapter five, verse two, the, the blessing on the on the wine, let's say, or the water. Let's see what the differences are. It says, O God, the eternal father, we ask thee in the name of thy son, Jesus Christ, to bless and sanctify this wine to the souls of all those who do who drink of it, that they may do it in remembrance of the blood of thy son, which was shed for them, that they may witness unto thee, O God, the eternal father, that they do always remember him, that they may have his spirit to be with them. Amen. 
what I find interesting here is that there is one promise given from us this time, not three, but one. The one promise given in this verse is that they do always remember him. That's it, just to remember Jesus. And then there is one promise given. However, the promise given is different to the promise that is given in the bread, in the prayer for the bread, that they may have his spirit to be with them, not always have his spirit to be with them. It says that they may have his spirit to be with them. Now, I can't take credit for this thought. It came from another, another podcast, the, um, the Book of Mormon Central Come Follow Me podcast. Absolutely brilliant. Really fully recommend it. But it seems important to me that this prayer is different. There is a reason for these verses. We're taught this. There's a reason for every verse in the scriptures. There's a reason that things are done in certain ways. And this is done in a different way. And there must be a reason. And to me, it is also a message. It's almost a message of hope. If we are struggling to to take upon us the name of Christ, if we are struggling to always keep to, to keep his commandments, then which all of us do, let me just say, it's not just certain individuals, we always some or all of us sometimes struggle a lot with all these things, then the prayer on the water seems to indicate that if we are just remembering him, if we are remembering Christ in our lives, then we can still have the spirit to be with us. It won't always be with us, but we can have that spirit to be with us. Um I don't know. It's just a thought, but you know, perhaps it is actually a, a prayer to suggest that if you're struggling to do these things uh, in a meaningful way, and then you know, not receiving the spirit always with you, at least you can still have the spirit with you at times. Um, perhaps that could be completely wrong. It could just be that you know that's the way that they, those prayers had to be given, and yet those three promises and that one blessing is still the main important part of it. And obviously that one important part of, of, of the blessing in terms of always having the Spirit to be with us is what we should be aiming for. But perhaps it is a safety net for us if we do struggle with certain things that we can still at least have some of the Spirit to be with us before until we can resolve anything in our lives that means we can always have it with us. Thank you very much for listening today uh, to these uh, two chapters. They are very short, but we got a lot from them, I think. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed the study. Please do share the Facebook group please share the podcast. The Facebook group is Church of Jesus Christ Study Session. Come follow me. It'd be great to have more, more joining us and building this community and sharing their thoughts and ideas. And you can also email ldsstudysession at gmail.com if you have any feedback or if you'd like to join in a future podcast episode yourself. Thank you for your time. And until we meet again.